Hi, this is Ian Harvey. I want to talk about current post-floral waxing. The recommendations and observations I'm going to make are for domestic racers, obviously not for World Cup. This means that they're for just about everybody. The goal, of course, is to have fast skis with good durability. There are a lot of emerging forms of wax that are being used out there. Some of these include, and for racing, not just recreational. Some of these include pastes, solids, such as blocks for buffing on, solids, such as blocks for hot waxing on, liquids, and powders. Each brand has its competence, and clearly I recognize that there is more than one way to get a good result. This does not mean that all solutions are equally good in all conditions, but I do recognize that there are a number of different ways to get to the same place. On the World Cup, currently, World Cup teams are still using perfluorocarbon top coats over hot waxes generally, with some liquids. Top domestic teams are hot waxing and covering with liquid paraffins and or powders. I'm talking about non-fluorinated. The powder technology is emerging, of course, as are liquids. The Toco way is different from some other brands simply because we have different technology and know-how. And a key point is, and we have prioritized this, some brands out there are exclusively working with pace. Some brands work with rub or buff on solids. Some brands focus on liquids. We at Toco have decided to focus more on hot waxes, liquids, and powders for a race, post-fluorinated race. Should we try to work with all five methods or forms of wax? I think that would be stupid and crazy and unwise. It is not only impractical to try to test all five of these forms of wax regularly and before events, but to try to maintain familiarity with all five reduces the expertise with the main three that Toko focuses on, which is a critical point. One important part of waxing well is to be able to predict what wax structure and skis are going to work as conditions change. So not what's working at the moment, but what's gonna work in three hours or one hour as conditions change. Keeping the familiarity and expertise as high as possible develops this ability to predict the best practice is to constantly monitor technology and continue to test, but to pick a horse. In our case, hot waxes, liquids, and powders. Hot waxes have been universally good. Liquids have been excellent in many conditions from very cold to very wet. However, my opinion can be very poor sometimes in new fallen or falling snow. So beware and test in your local conditions as this varies greatly depending on the type of snow in your geographic location. The Toco liquids are different from many other liquids in the market. They are not apples to apples. When I say liquids, I mean liquid paraffins. They are applied differently and performed differently. The biggest difference is that the Toco liquid paraffins have smaller particle sizes and in many types of snow need to ideally dry for much longer than some other liquids. Within the realm of liquids, there's a lot to learn and to test. Even within just Toco high performance liquid paraffin, there is a lot of variability depending on how long you let it dry. You can adjust to the conditions. That's a key point. So it's not just a wax that you're testing, but you're actually changing the wax depending on how long or short you let it dry. You're changing the characteristics of your skis and of your glide. So the small particle size that Toco has means better performance and better durability. It also means that finishing with the merino wool has less positive effect as they have already been made small. So some other brands, liquid paraffins, respond positively to finishing with a 
wool roller because their particle size is far larger. But because ours is already small, we already have excellent durability and speed. Optical drying time with the toco liquid paraffins depends on the snow. The more arid and dry the snow is, the longer the drying time is needed, ideally overnight. The more moisture, the less, the more moisture in the snow, the less the drying time. In very wet snow for sprints, you can ski on wet high-performance liquid paraffin yellow with excellent results or short races. This alone gives us options and flexibility where we can adjust to snow conditions, even given the same wax. So as I said, let's say you're, you're waxing with high-performance liquid paraffin red. If you only let it sit for a half an hour and buff it out or uh, with, the with the liquid paraffin polishing brush or with the merino roller, there's gonna, it's going to be more wet. It's going to be more of a gel on the ski, and it's going to be more hydrophobic compared to the same exact wax that was enabled, allowed to sit overnight and cure and harden. That wax will be better in colder conditions. It'll be more durable, whereas the wax that sat less long will be more hydrophobic and better in wetter snow. So within the realm of high-performance liquid paraffin even, although we only have three waxes, there's a multitude of adjusting that you can do and testing that needs to be done. Basically, what we're trying to create in this day and age is on top of a hot wax layer, we are creating very thin layers of what we used to call speed layers. These speed layers are pretty durable and effective and still are today, especially using harder substances and merino rollers or liquids. We have chosen, we at TOCO have chosen to go the liquid route when it comes to speed layers. We can then adjust according to the snow using drying time and the color of the liquid. We can also play with a merino roller and experiment with improving drying time if we want. Some others are using merino rollers and paraffin blocks or their liquids and trying to create thin, slippery, yet durable layers. I want to um, bring something up from past technology to illustrate the point I'm trying to make. When we used to work with Jetstream Block, one of the things we used to do for many years with great success, after we had applied our Jetstream, we would take the block and rub it on very thinly over the ski, and then we would polish it aggressively with a felt polisher. This was replaced eventually by Helix, which was our liquid perfluorocarbon that worked fantastic. It was replaced by Helix because Helix outperformed it in most or virtually every condition, even though it was still very good. As I said, there are more than one way to get to a good place, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the same place. We replaced the speed layer with the jet stream blocks with helix because helix was better yes the speed layers the jet stream blocks worked very very well we won a ton of races on it and it was simple and easy but the reality is helix performed better so my point is don't get confused and start combining speed layers and helix or in this day and age liquids with buffing on rub-ons or paste they don't mix very well, these technologies. This is parallel to what we're facing today. My, my recommendation is to pick or go with a few horses, such as liquids, hot waxes, and powders, but not all of them. Hot waxing is still a mainstay in general, covered by liquids or powders or buffed on speed layers. Don't, like, no, don't neglect hot waxing. Why give up the extra durability and performance of using high-performance blue under the high-performance liquid paraffin? Of course, it is better than without. Regarding the TOCO system, we generally go with one color harder on the hot wax if you're following it up with a liquid paraffin. There are many advantages to doing this.
that I'm not going to address today. So why do we hot wax? There are two main reasons why we hot wax. Until we no longer have sintered bases, hot waxing will continue to be critical for both maintaining general base health and also for manipulating the properties of the base material, such as resistance to dry friction and becoming more hydrophobic. So bottom line is hot waxing is faster, yields faster skis, and it's good for the long-term health and speed of your skis. When I refer to base health, I don't just mean maintaining a base saturated with wax, but also eliminating the effects of abrasion from skiing on aggressive snow, for example, through applying and removing wax. Hot waxing reconditions bases that need reconditioning. If you only work with superficial treatments such as liquids and buffed on solids, you're not going to be able to recondition your base the way hot waxing does. And that's very important. This is not to say that unwaxed skis are not used sometimes on the World Cup in certain conditions, especially during the floral era, but this was the obvious exception. World Cup teams did and continue to buy a large quantity of kilograms of hot wax. That's their staple and their mainstay. As long as bases are sintered, hot waxing will be the bedrock of Nordic ski service. Powder and liquid top coats are the future, obviously along with hot waxing as long as sintered bases continue to exist. Probably blocks using the same technology too, which hasn't been found yet. For the present though, the best performing products are hot waxes, liquids, and powders. Currently the best is hot wax with either a Toco high performance liquid paraffin cover or a powder cover. As I mentioned before, the powder technology is emerging. We have some powders that are performing very well and we are continuing to develop these powders. It is not as simple as it used to be, but it would be a mistake to pursue all possibilities covering all five forms of waxing. Even within our three that we are pursuing, there is still too much variability for my taste. We need to become smarter and learn our tools such that we know what to use where rather than testing everything under the sky. Predictability and expertise is what we seek, not chasing tails. In two years, waxing will look different from how it looks today. We will see where new technology leads us, but I believe it will lead us back to a true top coat application, which would be applied over a hot wax. We also know that similar to when we started developing fluorinated waxes many years ago, there was a learning curve and products in all categories will continue to improve quickly over the next five years or so. So back to our system, hot wax, and then covered with liquid or powder, liquid paraffin or powder. What works best when? We need to test. For me, powders are good in a wide variety of conditions where liquids are best when there is not new snow or new falling snow conditions and everything applied over hot wax. I hope you found these comments both beneficial and interesting, and I thank you for listening.